because you guys before we get started i want to point something out the last episode picard was called end of the uh. beginning and the first discussion was like end of what oh maybe starfleet blah blah i think it was literally the end of the beginning of the story i think it was a narrative joke i think it was a writing thing i agree okay. i agree okay I agree. Hello, and welcome to the Overfield Roddenberry's podcast, where we talk about the latest news and reviews, give our opinions, and make predictions. I'm Quinn. I'm Evan. And I'm Connor. And we're the, the Orville, Orville Roddenberry's. Roddenberry's. This episode, we're talking about the fourth episode of Star Trek Picard, titled Absolute Candor. Let's get into it. Okay, in the spirit of absolute candor, guys, you got to stop doing the weird, the or- it's redundant, it doesn't flow. <laughs> it's great, though. It's great. Okay, uh, Dan's not with us. He did send Fuck us. Em. We outnumber you now. He said to something. We'll talk about it later. Hand me that really quick. Yeah, my dude. So, what you guys you think? You like of- the sound of her? You know what? I'm this not going to is- ask you. Let me start off by saying what I thought of the episode. I had been giving Picard the benefit of the doubt and its storytelling and its flow. I'm like, okay, I see it. We've got the. This is what Picard's doing now. This is the conundrum that has come across that, okay, this wow, this is a change to the way things are. And he's got challenges. He's got personal, like, dissatisfactions. He's going to set out to do it. He got his ship. He gathered allies. I'm like, okay, storytelling 101, it's all working. But, guys, it's taken way too long. This is episode four. And I'm like, was last episode really the end of the beginning? How many episodes are there? It's ten. And we're almost, we're halfway through next week. And I'm like, I'm I'm ready for something to happen. And I realize this is what it's going to feel like the whole season. It's going to feel like nothing's happening until episode eight or nine. (laughs) <laughs> like Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. And next weekend, next weekend, next week's episode, uh, I think, has Jonathan Frakes in it playing Riker. So I think it's going to be another reunion episode. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't seen Troy or Riker. We saw Seven. We so she has to talk to us for the whole uh, next episode, also. And I remember last week's episode, we were talking about how they have to, they must go back to Earth because uh, there's a scene with Picard talking with Seven of Nine in his vineyard house. I think that's the holodeck thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Now that they, I don't know why that ship has a holodeck, but like it does for long trips. Yeah, that's true. Is it like a cargo ship? It's for. I I don't know. I think just an RV, but nice. If it was a cargo ship, it'd be bigger, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know what they said. I don't think it's I like necessarily. That he turns the holodeck, though. I don't think it's necessarily like purpose built. I think it's just a ship ship, mm. private line type S- of thing. Speaking of, I really do not like the ship design. I can't remember like the silhouette of it. Like if you, I, I said it during during the episode. If you had a, a pen, a paper, and a hundred dollar bill to draw the ship, I would lose that hundred dollar bill because I can't draw it. I would just draw a racing boat, but like only the first half. But yeah, still. It doesn't have a memorable shape to it. It's difficult to comprehend. But, I mean, Firefly had an ugly goose shape, right? And yeah, but a memorable silhouette. This one has like a... Well, okay. So, in the na- in the real-life Navy, there's uh, paint designs that it's designed to have like obscure like shapes yeah, and patterns. Yeah, silhouette. It, to break up the silhouette so you can't see it. It's like camouflage for the sea. This ship, I feel, suffers from that type of paint job where it's all red but it has white like streaks and angular designs on it that's meant to like make it look cool and edgy but it just breaks up the silhouette for me in my mind because i can't remember what the ship looks like yeah you know what the enterprise e the sovereign class one for the movies it has a really weird looking shape when you're looking at it like if you're holding a toy as a 3d object it feels wrong but on camera when you get it from the right angles it looks right and i think that's what's designed. it looks sleek from the side and it looks like kind of balanced and traditional from the front 
I, have I seen it from the front? I only saw it from the yeah. side and the back on the No, episode. in the movies, they like when it's kind of oh. like swooping towards you, the saucer section looks round. Oh, I, I meant, from the side, it looks like long and sleek like Voyager. I thought you meant the ship on Picard. No, no, this Enterprise, it's weird. So I'm thinking maybe that's where they're going, where I, it looks certain ways from iconic angles. I don't like the Sovereign, but I like the Sovereign more than whatever ship this is. I mean, it just it, looks like something from like a sci-fi racing game or something. Yeah, it's, it, it's very generic sci-fi sci-fi channel tv show yeah definitely like the expanse or like farscape but like yeah. it, it reminds me of like mass effect and i don't i can't think of a vehicle on mass effect that looks like but it's not star trek doesn't jump to mind even civilian star trek ships don't jump to I mind. i think the engine alignment is kind of like oh god what's the name of the ship on um uh, normandy normandy yeah i think it has similar kind of Thing. Oh, oh yeah, like the wings. They're and slant. Yeah, the engines are slanted. They're not attached to the hard body itself. Mm-hmm. They're held a little separate. So let's review for a second. In this episode, they changed course to hire a Romulan warrior nun. I mean, essentially, the episode is about Picard going back to that Romulan plant to face his guilt, I guess, and that that child who's kind of a father figure for, and then he abandoned. And he came back, it's like, hey, come help me out. Seven and nine showed up at the end. That's fun. Yeah. 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 Overall, though, um, I was taking notes. I have in big scrawling murder, like serial killer handwriting. It says pacing is dissatisfying. Yeah, not a lot of shit happened, and when like I hated the fight scene. I feel like the choreography of the fight scene with the guy, like the guy did a weird like loopy spinning. Some, there was a weird cut in there. Yeah. yeah, it looked weird. It looked like he kicked off of one guy and was doing a spinning kick to the other guy, and then all of a sudden he was standing and like cut the guy's head off. I feel like there were a couple like cuts where continuity was messy 100%. during the f- on land on planet fight and then in in space fight too. Oh, the space fights continuity was awful. That was horrific. Like the main like the captain guy. Sometimes he had a hologram. Sometimes he didn't. He had a cigar that appeared and disappeared. Yeah, it was rough this episode. I, I kind of like the hol- first of all the tactical hologram. The gunner guy. He did like fuck all. The like lazy hungover sounding guy. <laughs> he was pretty cool though. I think the holograms are my favorite characters. Yeah, they got all yeah. my favorite so far too. I, and I like how each one has a different accent. The first emergency medical hologram popped in, and he had an Irish accent. And then he was, you know, administering the guy. Then he was talking with Picard later on. And it was Irish. And then the emergency uh, second was navigational. I think that was the Irish one. Was it? I don't remember the accents the first two, but one of them did have a weird... I'm like, this is standing out. Then I realized they all have accents, yeah. Yeah. Who, the emer- Not emergency concierge hologram. Uh, hospitality. Emergency hospitality. It was straight like... <laughs> like, it, 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 it was a white guy, but like... I, I, I imagine Dave Chappelle doing a white voice. That's what the voice sounded like in my head. I think yeah. he's Hispanic. Well, yeah, the actor is Hispanic, yeah. but the voice was coming across as very like white, oh, 1950s oh, oh. white. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if... It's like the character showing his, like the, sorry, the actor showing his like acting chops of being able to do all these different accents, but like it, kudos. I love that. I think it works. Yeah. yeah. Listen, spoiler for people watching The Good Place, there's an actor who has to do that. They have to play all the other characters and I love that scene. It's so good. This guy has been shilling The Good Place so much and so often. I did I like actually, three or four times ever in my life, but okay. <laughs> and I actually started to watch it. Is it good? It's good. I like the Florida guy. Oh, fuck That's yeah. good. We Florida love the Florida DJ. guy. Yeah, he's good. Right, Evan? You love the Florida guys from Jacksonville? Say so, yeah. Sorry, he's had a lot of <laughs> lean before the show. and He's leaning. Well, I mean, uh, it's not quite FX's Legion. but uh, <laughs> That's a good show. That's another good show. Now that we're all doing show recommendations. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Pretty good show. Yeah. I, I can't wait if for the remake. If you're listening to this and you haven't watched it. 
If you love what Friends you in the Office, though, you will you love doing? The Good Place. Yeah, I, I went in expecting a different type of comedy watching Ooh. The Good Place, and then I'm like, oh, okay. I, I think it's the uh, the actress who carries most of it. The mean girl? Oh, the main one? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I, I like her on... Uh, Jesus, I forgot the name of the show. All Something Facebook Mars. Facebook advertisements? Vic, not Victoria. Veronica Mars. Mars. Veronica, Veronica Mars. Mars. She was good in that. Like, it's that kind of sassy, like, I don't really follow the rules kind of like, yeah, yeah. like a, a yeah. female Han Solo. <laughs> so. What the hell so were we talking pa- about? We were talking about Picard and <laughs> it's not our fault. Like, we covered everything. Okay, Something about accents? Yeah. The Legolas- guy, he, guy good making funny voice. Legolas yeah. was in it. So. Angry I, Legolas. I wrote down Coat Molot. Malat, Coat Malat, and like I was trying to, I, I googled it, Star Trek Picard, because that's the name of the. Uh, Sounds like a coffee stain. Is that actually a word that you wrote? I mean, it. it I was trying to find out the correct uh, spelling of it, but what my Golden phone, cot. my phone autocorrected. Uh, Baba Yaga. Coat Malat to like, Coat Mallet, and I'm like, oh, so I, I googled Ca- Star coat. Trek Picard Coat Mallet, and I found out there's actually a website that sells Star Trek Picard uh, coat jackets, mallets? coats. <laughs> Based on the ones from the show. What are you yeah. talking about? Which oh, ones yeah. from the show? Yeah, the, whenever he was on uh, Starfleet Academy, he was walking around. He had a nice... The stripy one? Uh, it wasn't oh, stri- wait, no, no, kind no, of leathery. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about yeah. Guys, you know what we did? We went to the Void in Disney Springs and we did the VR Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. What was it called? Something of the Empire? Uh, sh- Shadow... Not Shadow of the Empire. It's Secrets of the Empire. Secrets, Secrets of, the Empire. of the Empire. Yes, that was a fun time. Completely forgot about it. Yeah, that <laughs> was pretty fun. Yeah. It was short, but like it was very immersive VR where you put it like... Oh, it's so cool. Where did I begin? It was a fun experience just suiting up, period. But you get a backpack and you get like a headset, like a helmet. It's got a visor that snaps up and down, right? So you can see the normie world. And like... Um, oh, first, everything is suspended in like your own little Borg rejuvenation chamber. That was a little fun. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah. all right, stand with your back to it and then like put it on backwards. Like you have to put your arms behind you to put the jet, you know, wear the, the, the jacket on you. Yeah. And yeah. you buckle it up and it, it was tight around my belly. It's it, was, it was tight around Dan's I made mine too loose. <laughs> I should have made mine tighter because if you don't make it tight enough, you can't really feel the, the haptic feedback. Yeah, I made yeah. mine so tight, my pants almost fell down. Yeah, so I had to tighten yeah. that too. It was my skin, guys. It, it tickled my pickle a bit when it went. Dirt. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't have worn it that low. <laughs> it wasn't low; it was straight to my spine. Anyway, I mean, yeah, it was basically getting dressed with training wheels. But yeah, once you start, like you put the um the visor on, and you can see everyone else that you're in, who's in your party. It's like you and your three buddies, right? Yeah. Um, it's a max party of four. And everyone looks like stormtroopers. There's mostly functional hand tracking. Oh, yeah. yeah I really liked that. I didn't yeah. have a glove or sensor, but they could tell where my hands were and what they were doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just cameras on front. Yeah, of there's it. cameras on the front of the visor. Yeah. So as long well, as you're looking at it, you can see it. Well, good on them. Because, like, it was cool because as soon as, well, first of all, they walk you into a room and it's supposed to be like a little, like a cargo ship that has like four seats in it. And that fucked me up. It was like trying to figure out a seat where like I, I can look <laughs> yeah. and I can see a seat in the VR. But that, like, I would put my hand and go, oh, God, do I trust it? Do I trust it? <laughs> that is the big deal about this VR. It's not you standing still in a bedroom and, like, just kind of spinning and staying in place. Like, we could walk around, and any object, like walls, benches, the guns, mm-hmm. that we could see in the game, we can reach out and touch, and there's a real-life analog in approximately the same size and space. So if we see a chair in the game, we can walk over and physically sit on a chair. Yeah. 
that was a lot of fun. And that's what they had us do to begin with. And that was that was fun. Just like, oh, yeah, we're in VR world. That's funny. And I was tickling Dan. He's like, ooh, <laughs> making noises next to me. But then immediately after that, like the doors open and there's like a little, a tiny catwalk, I would say, mm-hmm. that leads from oh my God, yeah. the They're ship like- to a small little hovering platform that's like four people wide. Like you can't fit five people on it. Classic Star Wars, no handrails. Yeah, no handrails. And I remember whenever we were suiting up, uh, the person who worked there goes, is anyone here scared of heights? And then no one answered. Everyone's all quiet in beta. I go, yes. no, for all of us. Yeah, I went, uh-oh. <laughs> I was wrong on all accounts. Yeah, because I was scared of heights, but I didn't want anyone to know in case they increased the height scaredness factor of the game. <laughs> but, uh, like they've got a knob. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, walking across from the little, from the ship across the platform to the, like a little uh, skiff kind of thing. It Listen, I know it's all flat ground inside and there probably wasn't like it, literally walking on carpet, but... When you have the the visor down and you're looking, it looks like a thirty to sixty foot fall straight in the lava. So all of a sudden I go, Oh, I'm I'm a fucking I'm a baby. <laughs> My knees were gone all week. I'm like, oh God, how do I walk? I was wobbling over. What was fucking me up is that my body didn't feel the G forces of the platform moving, but my eyes saw movement. So yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're afraid or not. That's very, very hard to keep your balance. I really wish that they just had a camera recording all of us being like bumbling <laughs> yeah. idiots walking I would pay through for a that. room. Yeah. Yeah. One, I would pay for this. I don't know if I'd want to see that though, but yeah, that would I, be, I, I would. That would be great Just footage laugh. of what we were doing in real life, and I would I would love footage of like first person like my playback video, yeah. you know, my mm-hmm. Twitch stream. <laughs> that would have been um, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, the it, platform took off, and I was like, oh, listen. If my you, problem was I was too close to the edge of the platform, so I saw a bunch of like holographic error signs, like don't get too close to the wall here, and I was like, ah. oh. I was trying to get further away from the wall to not ruin my immersion as much. Yeah, I, I saw uh, Evan was right in front of me, and then he went, uh oh, and started to walk around behind me. I'm like, oh god, do I take his spot? I'm sitting there, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm surfing basically, just surfing <laughs> on the regular floor. I'm like, oh, it was fun. Also, it, it works good with glasses for anyone who has uh, who wants a pair of six eyes for the event. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you can just slide the visor off and slide it over your glasses. It That's cool. Fun. That's fun. You can. We we shot at stormtroopers. We had yeah. to hack a console. We had to keep our balance. And it's cool. There were um, like in inside the game, there was like we were shooting, and then like an alarm went off, and then steam like shot out, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there was real life steam being shot out too, because yeah. like I, I felt it, and I I looked, picked the visor up, and I smelt it. They go, oh, I can smell it. <laughs> the little trip over the lava had warmth and smell too. Yeah, that it was, was like four rivers. What? It smelled all smoky, and oh. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, was hot. hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, does he mean like a 4D adventure kind of? No, thing? four rivers. Four, it's the just all smoky place. and hot. This kid yeah. used to hate Four Rivers, and we went semi recently. He called it cafeteria food. He goes, "This is terrible, disgusting cafeteria food." Then we went again semi recently, and I had a good order, and then he replicated the order to the T, and everything it was so good. <laughs> everything about his order, I got the same drink. Yeah, <laughs> he's been doing that good. anytime we've been going out for a while, and it's been working. It's for been him. working. Been working yeah. yeah, I haven't had a bad experience yet. That's how <laughs> yeah. he gets out of his own head. He's like, "I'm gonna have someone else do this." Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah the experience, I don't want to spoil yeah. any major plot points, but yeah, it, yeah, it's a fun little experience to go around like shooting, you know, stormtroopers and shit. <laughs> whenever, <Spoiler>. whenever, <laughs> whenever, like your, your spies are supposed to be sneaking through. Yeah. And as soon as we got to the room that had the guns in it, everyone grabbed the guns and it started shooting and all the alarms went off. Yeah. The second, from the moment we picked up those guns, it was constant fire in every single room we were in. <laughs> they just could not just control shooting it. Like, ourselves, <laughs> shooting ourselves, shooting each other. You hold the gun out and you point it. You hold the gun out you point it yourself and you pull the trigger. 
But like whenever we were lining up, it was a small room again, probably the same room we were in whenever, you know, they had the chairs to take us to the, you know, area, whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I couldn't get to the gun rack and Dan was standing there. So I just grabbed his gun and he went, oh, and then he grabbed the gun <laughs> off the rack. <laughs> we were going with some other people. So there was us four, a full group. And then there was a less full group of three. And they were saying, because uh, there's four guns that you can take, but there were three of them. So they had the option for someone to double gun, and there's no, they didn't do it, but there's nothing stopping you from doing it. If you do this and you don't have a full party, double gun. I bet it'll be fun time. I wonder if you would have the right animations for it. Like, because when you hold Probably. the gun, it like automatically locks your arms into holding a gun thing in VR. I wonder if it would I like, think so, because if I held it with one hand, it should... Well, I didn't know what to do. But if you yeah. put your hand over the foregrip... Oh, yeah, because it, it's graphing your... I think there's mm-hmm. a sensor in the foregrip that puts a hand there. Yeah, interesting. I don't know how it works left-handed, though. Oh, I guess the sensor. I don't know. So that was a good time. Yeah. Unlike Picard so far. It's crawling and I want to know more about the Borg and the the pot robot chick and um Oh, on it's not quite Discovery season 2. I'm going to agree with Evan's griping when we were watching before the podcast. The drama between the villains is oh, so like forced. melodramatic. It's I forced. forgot. It feels fucking cartoonish. Yeah. There's this like female dark elf like <laughs> seducing her brother in bed and going, "Your plans aren't going so well. Do you need me to come in and fix that for you?" It was just God, it's I just, hate it. It's just bad guys being mean to each other. Yeah, it, it feels like so a really '80s cartoon too, like He Man or something. It feels like fucking Doctor Robotnik and Snively like fucking with each other and shit. So, speaking of that scene, I wrote down the Romulan incest scene led us to believe that there are more than two android humans. He said he wants to find the place where they're all coming from. Well, they said that in the first episode that there was multiple things that like they activate and shit. I think the what are I, they called those agents that were sent after Dodge? They said, "Watch out, she's one of them. She'll activate or something." Well, yeah, that led me to believe that there was like, oh, there's two. I that didn't. They, I don't know that why means they've they've fucked around with at least one other android. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think that there would be more than two, but oh, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I thought there was only two. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, bring should we up, read? Uh, yeah, uh, should we dance thing? Okay, that's exactly. Some. As much as I'd like to have everyone listen for the full episode so I can tell you about Audible. Um, do, do your best Dan impression. Uh, no, I won't do that. Oh, wait. I guess I would do the best Dan impression. So he hasn't been, <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> been here, but he did text us uh, his, his thoughts on the episode and his theories. And we have another potential leak, actually, that we learned about. Um, so here's what Dan thought. Referring back to the previous episode, he doesn't trust Agnes Gerardi. When Commodore Orr came and O came and saw her, they cut away from the scene before he could see what any of the conversation. Uh, she told Picard that O said she was he was going to get a ship and a crew to go search for the other android. And why would O tell Gerardi that? I thought that too. Interrogations yeah. aren't both ways. Well, especially if you're like a super spy, right? Then the scene with the Romulans attacking Picard and her coming in just perfectly to save him the last minute. Uh, seems too convenient. And my thoughts, why was she even there with that strike force? That was weird. Yeah. He says... And she walked in with a gun. Yeah. It's as if to build his confidence in her. In this episode, it continues. Rafi made a point of telling Picard that she didn't get to do a ja- uh, background check on Gerardi. Narek telling his sister... Talking to his sister made a big deal about trying to get all of the synthetics, not just kill this one. Uh, Dan's wondering if the Rami attack Picard... If the Romulan attack, I guess, against Picard was an attempt to get someone to infiltrate his crew, why did the Romulan talk as much as he did before killing himself? It was like they were feeding Picard info. So that was the guy who's tied to the chair. I thought so, too. He took a long time for the suicide pill. Yeah, the northern Romulan. (laughs) 
Um, the Romulan Ramda talking about the ancient myths that the oppressed or something like that would throw off their chains and then the, when the destroyer came to help them. They're going to tie the Romulans to the creation of the Borg. He said he didn't pick up on it first, but they said those Romulans were the first known to be assimilated and broke the cube. Uh, that just to be tied to the secret would break your mind? I thought those were the last ones that were assimilated at the cube, and then it caused... Yeah, I think that's what happened. There yeah. was some ship, and this uh, the cube assimilated the people on it, and when it did, those are the last people to assimilate, and I guess the cube broke, is yeah. what he's saying. Um, the other leak, guys, if you really don't like spoilers, stop listening immediately and put on... Um, a better podcast. Roundabout <laughs> by Yes. Oh, that's pretty good. It's a Listen good eight-minute song. Check out JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's a pretty good anime. It's a shonen. It's a little... It's a good eight-season anime. Um, there's lots of references to boomer bands, prog, if you like that kind of thing. It'll be a good time. It's fun. And then after that, you can watch Hunter x Hunter. Yeah, Hunter yeah, x Hunter will get you that JoJo anime. fit. So now that they're gone, Connor, tell us the... um. Evan. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was on Reddit. Basically, uh, someone posted that uh, there was a ger- German newspaper that was reporting about Picard. And when they're... I, I can't remember the name of the of the secret of Romulan. Tal Shiar. Not the Tal Shiar. Yeah, whatever they the are. The super Tal Shiar. Section 32. Tal Shiar times two. Or Tal Shiar squared. Um, the, the German newspaper used like the words time traveling to describe them, essentially... Making it very likely that they're coming from the future to stop an AI apocalypse or something like that. A true theory. And I think that time travel being involved makes a lot of sense. Because there's a lot of people who know some stuff about stuff, obviously. And then there's that weird, why are there references of something that sounds like the Borg Collective in Romulan mythology? So it's probably all time travel. And it, and that makes a synth attack make more sense because they're trying to get the synth swiped out and you know yeah well I guess y- you can think that without the time travel but yeah there hasn't been a series of Star Trek that came out after Deep Space Nine that didn't involve time travel oh shit yeah Voyager I mean before had... too <laughs> <laughs> he means it's a major like plot point I guess yeah. So, the end of Voyager... Oh, wow, that's hard to find, but yeah. The end of Voyager, it was the main part of, like, how it wrapped up. Well, I mean, what about the whole yesterday's Enterprise thing? And all good things. Uh, Self-contained time travels. Yeah, a one-off episode doesn't count. I mean, like, well, I guess guess. you wouldn't consider that because it was just two episodes on Voyager. Mm -hmm. But, uh, well, I mean... Okay, anyway. Enterprise had the temporal Cold War. Yeah, that was in a terms major of like part having of major yeah. arcs based off like season long arcs. There's Star Trek Enterprise and like it, it, it became kind of self-aware that they know people didn't like the time travel of it where the last season is like, OK, we fixed time travel. And then they, they just went on the, for the creation of the Federation. There were some like it, it, racist extremists kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Star Trek Discovery, it has some time travel in it. It has some time travel in it. I mean, one it season has, of it. <laughs> it has nothing but time travel. No, season one didn't have any time travel. That's true. Season two has time travel. Yeah, season two is entirely time travel. And it ends with a time forward, which is, I think, the first for Star Trek. So, like, hey. Well, didn't in Enterprise, don't they go to, like, 29-something? Well, no, the guy from there comes back to Enterprise oh, okay. era, the 29th century. No, dude. I thought they briefly what? take him there, too. Yeah, well, yeah, do. one yeah. scene yeah. where they mm-hmm. showed the Enterprise J, mm-hmm. the uh-huh. universe class. But, yeah. I'm interested to see how they'll do the going to the future thing. Like, will they permanently be in the future? Or are they going to go back to the, like, borderline TOS era? I hope they don't, but... 
We'll see. I think they'll just stop using the word Star Trek. <laughs> well, they they signed <laughs> everyone off. Discovery. Like, yeah, they said they're not doing. Yeah, at the end of season two of uh, Discovery, like they had uh, the not what's it called, Ag- opposite of briefing. NDA? A debrief. A debrief where they were yeah. talking NDA. about like the opposite. we can't talk about Discovery. We don't mention it. We wiped it from all you know. Oh s- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's oh, yeah. done for. It's in the thirtieth century. Yeah, yeah it's done so. Yeah. I wonder, fucking... I wonder how many more seasons will run for. Uh, so speaking of four confirmed. Speaking of speculation and leaks. Oh yeah. Do what we want to talk about those? You're showing me your your phone, and all I can see is an advertisement for Purdue University. So there was a. There was a YouTube channel called the Overlord DVD YouTube channel uh, put out leaks uh, about Captain Marvel and Brie Larson. Like they leaked that she was going to be Captain Marvel. And they also had a lot of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker leaks that became real. And they're... Real quick sidebar. Who's that MMA fighter everyone wanted to be Captain Marvel? Oh, yeah, she was big. Yeah, and then she got beat up and she stopped being big. Yeah, she quit. Like I think she quit MMA after getting that loss. I don't remember her name. Uh, Brie Larson. Yeah, we'll go with Brie Larson. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the leaks were posted on 4chan, which I instantly discredit entirely. So everything that's being said now... Star Trek QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard 4chan knew about Epstein's death oh before my God. main news, so... That's who Q is. What? QAnon is Q. (laughs) Go on. So it's total speculation. There's take it with two grains of salt. Take it with a whole container of salt. Yeah. The leaker claims that all CBS, CBS all access streaming service will be combined with new Viacom CBS streaming service. Uh, A few days ago, saw the streaming service was announced and confirmed. Uh, So that's going to be, well, they say it's going to be, it's expected to be announced on February 21st. Mm -hmm. So if that happens, then that gives some credence to the The rest of it, to the rest of the Star Wars leaks. Um, Star Wars leaks. Star Trek leaks. Sorry. (laughs) I always confuse this. Um, The Star Trek leaks are that there's no solid plan for Star Trek going forward, that everyone (laughs) at CBS is in a mad scramble. Very believable. Uh, Star Trek has never been doing worse for CBS. And CBS management is furious at the hostile reception of Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard. Uh, the creative executive, creator slash executive producer, Alan Kurtzman, is in the firing line, basically. Um, it said that, Long time friend of the show. <laughs> it said that Kurtzman pulled the trigger on the Section 31 series, but it's a lie and there's no show. Oh. Like, because they're, they're well, saying it's not going to happen. Good, because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't line up with anything we've seen so far. Yeah. How are they going to do it? She's in anyway. They also say that Star well, Trek presumably would take place after or something. She was only There's in this universe for like a month. Yeah. And now she's in the thirtieth century. Yeah. Anyway, go on. They say Star Trek Discovery season three will be its last season. There's nothing planned for anything beyond Star Trek Discovery season three. Its last episode was written as a series finale. Um Oh, for, for season three? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, CBS All Access Streaming Service will be merged into a new Viacom. I think I already said that pretty much. Um, oh, uh, but they are reevaluating uh, the entire Star Trek franchise and who is in charge of it. Uh, Brian Fuller, who has been approached to, uh, he has been approached to take over Star Trek franchise, but has said that he rejected it, the offer because of how he was treated, uh, and they parted because ways. Of Discovery. Yeah, because uh, of Star Trek Discovery premiered. 
Um, the end of it was saying that the new series following Lower Decks and the Nickelodeon oh show uh, Prodigy are non-existent. Those shows will get one season each maximum or get cut entirely short. Kurtzman has been focusing on the Clarice show, which is not Star Trek. It's a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. I was going to guess that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I didn't say Clarence, Clarice. I said Clarice. Just like him. So, so he, Kurtzman is the new showrunner for the show Clarice. Mm-hmm. Is Clarice a name? Clarice. I don't know. Is Read it going to be based off of the Hannibal TV show? No, the Sons of the Lambs. Uh, no, I, yeah, I know Sons of the Lambs. Following her. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, oh. Yeah, I've seen Sons of the Lambs. I've just, uh, was she in the Hannibal TV show? I never saw it. I don't believe so. Hey, you didn't okay. read these fantastic quotes, dumpster fire, a mess, and unparalleled debacle. Yeah, I was working my there's, way down to that. Where there's is, one thing I want to say about this whole leak is that I'm taking with a grain of salt just because that same leak happened before during season one of Discovery where people were leaking that Discovery's doing terrible and there's not going to be another season. But then it turned out that it was like CBS All Access was doing great and they uh, greenlit two more seasons. Yeah, but they've never uh, released the numbers. and well, they're never going to release the numbers. Disney Plus doesn't release their numbers. Yeah, yeah I'm, no I'm streaming saying, service does. I'm, uh, uh, but uh, the I think CBS, a large number of their big uh, benefactor, beneficiary, benefactor, the person who pays CBS a lot of their money, Sele. is China. Oh. Um, and they're not happy with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies that came out. The what? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the live action one with Megan Fox. Michael Bay movies. Oh wow! I think uh, okay. Yeah, what I don't remember that. The, the, I thought they were Michael Bay. I'm not sure. I think, well, they're making Fox, so I just assumed. It might have been Michael Bay, I think so. And then uh, Transformers also. Yeah. So they paid CBS to make those movies. And I mean, Transformers was a huge hit. It's a big hit in China, more so than America. But the television shows aren't really hitting the mark that China wants. Mm-hmm. So they pulled their money out of CBS. And now CBS is like running around trying to find out who, you know, can help pay for the shows which led to them merging with viacom so viacom basically like purchased cbs and you know morphed together to create one stronger uh service what i've what i've loved from all these rumors is the idea that alex kurtzman might be in hot water and the other rumor is that seth mcfarland who as we said previously has recently signed up with nbc that they are trying to buy star trek from cbs that yeah. would be fucking please 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 you know, these Star Trek shows. CBS is like, hey guys, let's make another Star Trek. Meanwhile, and they're like, they're, how do we do it? We've caught lightning in a bottle. We can't recreate this fancy. He's over there doing it. Literally yeah. the TNG sequel show, it, it feels nothing like TNG. And yet this like it Chinese feels- bootleg of Star Trek feels <laughs> so much more like it than like a fucking show with actually, you know, Patrick Stewart in it. It's fucking, I love him. He's fantastic for what he's doing to... Star Trek and yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, I was going to lead uh, end the leaks with talking about the Seth MacFarlane potentially. Yeah, I 100% hope that happens. Um, the leaks continued saying that uh, leaks going around about plot details for a Pike show or Picard season two are fake and there's nothing planned. Star Trek. Wait, the, the Pike show is fake? The Pike show is fake, yeah. The Pike show. The Pike show, one that's being rumored to being real. All it had to be was Star Trek, the original series, series season zero. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't. Okay, s- I'm I- eating like a ginger snap right now, so my mouth is kind of full. I just want to say <laughs> that, like, I, 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 I am so much more excited for Discovery season three and the Pike show than the rest of Picard. That I just, I'm, let me turn off my mic again and get a finished tune. The Orville Roddenberrys would like to apologize for that last statement. Um, there was an error made. They are not ginger snaps. They are ginger Swedish thins. Very good. I really recommend these cookies. They reach do out, not break your teeth. Reach out to the Orville Roddenberry's podcast at gmail.com and we will email you the brand of ginger <laughs> cookies that we, we just like. Ask. Yeah, just, yeah, just ask. All you have to do is type in the Orville Roddenberry's at gmail.com. No, the Orville Roddenberry's podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so if you send an email to the Orville. If or- you manage to send an email to us. <laughs> If you send an email to the, at the Orville Roddenberry's podcast at gmail.com <laughs> and uh, subject line <laughs> attention to Connor. Yeah. Are like R.E. Ginger Snaps. Yeah. He will make sure that you get a picture and recommendation of what brand of Ginger Snaps. If you're very nice. Oh, phone God. Phone I'm sorry. Swedish Thins. You what call brand them of Ginger, ginger Snaps. Swedish Thins. Ginger Swedish Thins. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Anna's, it's probably Swedish. Is it Anna? Anna? It's probably Anna. It's probably Anna. Okay. And next, next, what's next? Don't forget to hit that subscribe what, button. What's next? What's next? The Star Trek animated show will air <laughs> because they're already funded. Is that happening before Discovery? Uh, I said they weren't sure. Yeah, they haven't nailed down uh, release dates for any of these shows yet. Damn. Is it... It's so weird that there's a Star Trek Nickelodeon show coming. Is it that's the kitty one, right? Yeah, the yeah. Academy, right? Uh, Academy. Academy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which one was the Degrassi Lower Deck Space? Lower Decks there's is like a goofy Muppet Babies cartoony looking one, right? No, that's a Rick uh, Lower Decks is a Rick and Morty of Star Trek. No, no, okay, yeah, yeah there's that and then what was the other one? The Nickelodeon one. Yeah, Degrassi in Space. Listen, it's Starfleet dude. Academy. It's it's Degrassi. Okay, I'm gonna, space. Let it, I'm gonna let it go. I, I'm not saying that Degrassi is bad. I'm saying that the show, no, I, concept. I is, haven't seen Degrassi. I, I think Canadians love it though. If a, you're Canadian, you love Degrassi. Please let us know at the Orville Roddenberry's podcast at gmail.com. Who is the guy that came out of Degrassi? Uh, Drake, right? Drake, yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for a, a Star Trek Drake. Drake of Drake and Josh. Drake Malfoy. Oh, Drake Malfoy. If you're a fan of Drake Malfoy and or Harry Potter, <laughs> Wait, let us know. Drake, Drake, Drake Malfoy. Yeah, it's Drake Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, I'm proud of you that you didn't know his fucking name. Oh, Drake, the musician guy, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, Drake. Yeah, if I hear one more person ref- like fucking <laughs> reference Harry Potter, like I'll just fucking... Oof. Evan, behind you on the floor are some socks. Mm-hmm. I give those to you. I can't like I'm wearing earbuds, so I can't really like. Aren't those my socks? Yeah, those are Quinn's socks. But I give them to you, and now you are free, Evan. Just like Dobby from Harry Potter. Yeah, you have really Hermione Granger. <laughs> what are you reading? Right something? <laughs> okay, Ron. <laughs> There's quotes saying Kurtzman demanded Section 31, but no one wants it or will fund it. And I thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's yes, true. Thank you. All true. I I would I would watch it. I'm not. I can't really say I want it. I'm saying I would watch I it. I mean, we would give it a peruse. We have to for the podcast, but like... Another quote, there is a franchise-wide hate about the idea of a Section 31 television show. And I uh, perfectly <laughs> understand it. The problem is like Section 31 by its very concept is a really pessimistic part of fucking Star Trek's like setting. And the problem with a lot of modern Star Treks that people have is that it's pretty pessimistic. It doesn't really feel like that whole optimistic, the future is bright TOS stuff. 
So bringing on amidst complaints of Star Trek being pessimistic, a fucking Section Thirty One show about like. <laughs> so you know, Star Trek and sci-fi from the air was really optimistic. We had people landing on the moon in the sixties, um, and then it started to get pessimistic again. Sticking to Star Trek mostly around like the nineties ish. It was a postmodern, had a little bit of a right. I mean, started before then, kinda. But that's really where you saw the pessimism with us. Yeah. Some of the like the introduction of the Borg or Deep Space Nine in general. Once it, you uh, had a cool story about the introduction of the Borg. What, what was your theory? No, I'd read it someplace that the idea was read um, it. it had something to do, I believe, with the Challenger, the space shuttle Challenger exploding. And it shook people's trust in technology, especially in terms of space travel. Um and there was a pessimism of technology kind of starting to take over. Like, oh, technology's too much. It wasn't like the way the future, like the Tomorrowland, Disney type of 50s dreams. Carousel of Progress, not Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland has the Carousel of Progress in it. But Oh, the whole, oh I thought you were talking. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, I love so the like Carousel of the Progress. The optimistic futurism started to fall away. And the Borg are kind of like the embodiment of that shift in attitude. That technology is now a bad thing. It's going to take over our lives. Um, but no, I think... Over a couple decades, sci-fi did get pessimistic. Battlestar Galactica was a very all-time mood kill, right? Oh, yeah. Do you think culturally that phase of science fiction is over and we're returning to unoptimism? Because I think this generation's talking a lot more about um, about like mental health and removing stigma and inclusion, and it feels like we're kind of upswinging again. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a pendulum. We swing one way. If you go too far one way, you're attracting the opposite. And I think we're we're happening in that way now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially with like we're we, it got so dark for so long. We're just like begging for the light at the end of the tunnel. We're yeah. like, hey, can we start looking up again? I think once Game of Thrones ends, we're like, okay, we're good Ended. now. I, I feel like a total nerd for saying this, but like I don't think that Battlestar Galactica was entirely pessimistic. You don't think it was sad and depressing and moody? Like, I, I mean, it was a sad and depressing setting, but ultimately, like, what happened under those constraints weren't yeah. entirely pessimistic because it did have optimistic moments of, like, people acting, you know, it, 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 uh, I wouldn't say it's entirely a pessimistic show. As far uh, as a show's overall look, though, I'd say this one's definitely minor key. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was all grays and darks and yeah, shadows yeah. It and spies. Like, it was like, you know, dark, you know, Terminator robots. Yeah, yeah I mean. Oh, yeah. But I think the underlying uh, message was that, like, the the last seed of humanity yeah. is going towards some fertile soil, mm-hmm. and that is what human nature is. No matter how dark it is or how f- fucked we are, we can always... But how did it yeah. end? Well, don't spoil it. Spoil <laughs> it ended with yeah. the message of this is just going to keep happening over and over. Don't spoil it. How old is that show? Did you watch Cut, the dude? end? Yeah, that's all I saw was the end. No, that that wasn't even the message. All this has happened before and will happen again. No, the like Peter the, Pan message. The ending was it was more like will it happen again? Yeah. Like the 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 ending posits that yes, they were going to create AI again, but will we, you know, treat them bad and cause a fucking apocalypse again or will we bypass this great filter? Oh, that's very Buddhist. Yeah. It's very Star Trek. World War 3 happened and then we go, "Okay, that was enough of that th- thought pattern. Let's try something new." It's very Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. What is with you guys recommending stuff on the show and then spoiling the ending of the shit you're recommending? Nobody's going to fucking want to watch it if they know the fucking ending. No one 
No one's going to watch the new Battlestar Galacto. It's not new. No one's going to listen to the podcast. That, but still, if you're going to recommend something, don't spoil the fucking ending we're in just in case they recommending haven't seen it. it. Speaking I of, did. remember the end of Star Trek uh, First Contact? Yeah. Where like the Vulcan, you know, said yeah. hello and all of that. And then the... Uh, the Vulcan hello. Yeah, the Vulcan hello. And then there was the Star Trek Enterprise opener uh, with the mirror universe where like th- that thing happened. And then the guys all pulled their shotguns out and shot the Vulcan. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. I just wanted to... I remembered it went... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Remember the time, blah, blah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, another... This is like the last of the leaks. Um, they're saying that something major is going to happen in June or July. Um, and that if anything is not making money, it's going to be gone. The thing that's going to happen is um, Alex Kurtzman is going to shoot up the office. Viacom is trying to figure out how to make their streaming service competitive with Disney and CBS All Access was not cutting it. That's the end of the leaks. I don't know if any of that is real. If, I don't know. When's the it's last a, time you guys watched Disney Plus? The problem with it, like, Yesterday. every part of that. Yeah? What'd you watch? Simpsons. Oh, you watch on Disney Plus? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you said it's good, right? Yeah, it was sti- uh, Simpsons season 27. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it was actually kind of funny. The graphics were, the CG was pretty good. Mm. Like, the cartoon of it was done well. I don't care if it lost its soul. It made me giggle more than not. Like, I remember the, like, I watched The Simpsons, uh, fuck, at, like, Grandma's house, <laughs> probably, was it, like, five years ago or something? And I remember watching an episode and being, oh, this is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Five years ago, wow. Just whenever it was, like, we're just watching Simpsons there, and it was like, oh, it was all right. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Last time I watched The Simpsons was the era that all the memes come from. That's not true, because you were there. Yeah, I was. What? You were there watching The Simpsons with us. Wow, dude. Yeah crazy right the episode i was watching had uh who's the the ha ha that guy the the bully kid oh yeah i don't know his name. yeah whatever his name ralph? is no yeah ralph no ralph's the cool guy well cool uh, ralph's the ralph's not cool the paint eater <laughs> but they nelson. had yeah they had nelson sitting in a junkyard with his ipad and oh, like wow. bart and lisa because he lives there Bart and Lisa walked up and they're like, oh, hey, it's a nice game you're playing. Was it Clan of Castles? And he's like, yeah. And then they show it. It's like a generic, like it's a, a castle builder kind of game. Yeah. And they go, oh, that's a really nice castle you have. What's level seven? That's really good. Oh, those are good units. Like they were talking about the units and they go, well, all of those units require microtransactions. Those, they say gems, require a lot of gems, gems you can only get with real cash. And they were missed. Something got stolen from their house. So they were like insinuating that was him mm. and just... Just the way they handled the the talk about the video game and the microtransactions, I'm like, someone's played that that game yeah. and put a lot of money into it because they got all the verbiage right and everything. And it was like a refreshing take on video games rather than just kids sitting in front of a TV with controllers. You That's know, that's weird to picture as iPads in The Simpsons. I know, yeah. Are they all still dressed like '90s kids? Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Yeah. And like, there was a a nice B storyline on one of the episodes where Maggie befriended uh, a squirrel and then it's it, like the squirrel came to the windowsill started chatting with her they're it's squeaking and sh- you know squirrel and she's a yeah. sucking on her suck her pacifier um i move to change topic any seconds i second it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about anymore yeah, so guys is star is wars or galactic or something is star wars finished Star Wars? Is Star Wars no, done? No, no. Disney's going to keep on trying to make money off of it. Has Star Wars' momentum come to a a deathly nope. still in the sand? 
Yes, nope. but back with the Last of the Jedi's. When they're going to keep forcing it into our mouths. I think Mandalorian season two will come back. I think people will get sick of it, but there's going to be other spin-off shows like Mandalorian, and they're going to make more manufactured Star Wars shows using a projector background. Yeah, that looked kind of cool watching it. Was okay. it. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's not green anymore. <laughs> that show needs to be di- much different than it was before because it cannot keep that going. Yeah. I heard them, the Bob Iger, talking about having potential Baby Yoda spinoff. Oh, for fuck's sake, Bob. I was like, a spinoff? He's the main character. Like, My big babies in That's space. Gonna be, <laughs> it's <gonna> be like, <laughs> like a fucking a yodeling called Yoda or something. Yeah, like, It'll be Baby Yoda. Um, and it's going to be a cartoon, by the way. It's all going to be cartoon, right? It's going to be Baby Yoda, <laughs> um, Baby Salicious B. Crumb, um, Baby... Jabba? Baby Jabba. Baby, oh, they already did that in Star Wars. Uh, Maybe Wars, Baby Clone Wars, yeah. Oh, Star Wars Baby Clone Kylo Wars. Baby Kylo Ren. Star Wars Clone Wars. Star Wars Clone Wars, the season seven, oh, that looks good. comes out uh, February 21st, one week from today. Why, why are you looking at your watch? Because it has no date on it. But I didn't watch the rest of Clone Wars. I kind of, I watched a movie. I was like, oh. Don't look. Do- the first episode was okay. It had, uh, it was Yoda on, on like the Watto planet. A Clone War. watch the movie okay. first. That's There's okay. a Clone Wars animated you, movie. I know you have to watch the movie, but I tried and I, I could. I don't think, it was, it was awful. I didn't like the movie. I don't like the early seasons. Once Ahsoka so, yeah. starts to get older, it gets better. Uh, Disney, Netflix picked it up uh, season five and six. And they paid for five and six, and they got really good then because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this shit's just for adults, and they just made it like very dark and you know adults. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Rebels Ooh. came out. Rebels was very good. Again, mm-hmm. the first part of it was first, childish. Yeah, but first then two it, seasons Rebels. Uh, but then it finds its voice, and yeah. again, it's like, oh, this shit's for adults. And mm-hmm. then you know, I think kids adults. like edgy shows. Yeah. They're making a He-Man cartoon uh, for Netflix. Yeah. Um, fuck, who's behind it? Uh, the Jane Silent Bob guy. Oh, Kevin oh. Smith. Yeah, oh. he's kind of behind it. Um, Mark Hamill does the voice of Skeletor. That's a villain. Right? Oh, that's good. I can see yeah, that. I can um, see that. That's a good cast. Alicia Silverstone, who played Batgirl in Batman and in Robin. Birds of Prey? Batman Forever? Batman Forever, I think. No, Batman and Robin. She Birds was in Prey. one of the Bad Batman movies, right? Batman and Robin. She was also in Clueless. Um, she will also... Was Clueless good? And she's... I haven't seen Clueless. I wonder if it's good. Is there a movie I can watch? A standalone? You can watch the movie Clueless. Okay. Thank you. Go on. Is there a book? I don't... Was it a show? It was a movie. Anyway. Is there a novelization? Yeah. I, heard, know, the, I heard the Clone Wars... No, like the Attack of the Clones novelization is decent. Yes. You can catch it at the Scholastic Book Fair this fall. I yeah. want to get a poster of a Ferrari. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I vote to change the topic. Do I hear a, a second? second. <laughs> How did he get Ford the topic? versus Ferrari. Who <laughs> will win? <laughs> Who will win? <laughs> Whoever wins, we lose. 